Salutations, traveler, and welcome to the Sea of Stars. I'm Troll Toad, and this is my bridge. You are listening to the deluxe version of the Sea of Stars. If you remember, this means that you will not hear from me in interruptions with ads and my witty banter. I still do not understand why you would want this, but I understand it's not about me. It must be some horrible mistake that I must seek to rectify, because I'm Trolltoe who wouldn't want to hear from me. But for now, let us continue with our story. We last left Makepeace, talking to a broken woman. And now we find him, hunting the ones that broke her. Can you remind me again about what I know about the legal situation that we're dealing with? Basically, the bank is allowed to take a certain number of people per year. With a stipulation. If in taking the person, the bank causes an uproar within the community, then the bank has to back off. They have to return the person, basically. Or at least make some sort of reparations so it's not a problem. There is another caveat on your end, however, which is that this is a secret that is held in trust between you and the Ironwoods. Revealing this secret has consequences. I just want to make sure you understand that. I say. Okay, so I say. Killer Fiziki. I have more people I need to talk to. Some at the bank, maybe some other places. But I have something for you to consider. You know what all institutions abhor is chaos and upheaval. All institutions do. And if I don't return by sundown, and I return, but I don't return with Shawnee, and you see no trace of me, or if I come back acting like in a way that you may think that's not how I'll make peace would act, it may be wise to gather the people of the village and voice your opposition to how things have gone. Now, however you choose to do that is up to you. And however many people choose to show up is up to them. But it may be helpful. Just in any kind of context to voice your opposition to the actions of an institution no matter the power. Okay, make peace. Um, Is this your legal advice or is this make peace clover talking to me this is just advice in general just advice for people dealing with powers that are greater than them in any kind of context want me to roll a diplomacy roll no you don't need to he looks at you and he 
seems to consider what you said for a second. And then he looks at you and just winks and goes, I understand. Just giving me some historical background is what you mean. There are many instances where this tactic has become effective against a larger institution. I could cite the historical background, but currently I'd like to try to rescue your... I mean, I'd like to try to clarify the situation on your missing person. Before yeah. you do anything, Elifusenki, I need to speak to some other people in the village to clarify the situation on your missing person. I'm just saying, if I don't return, or if I return different, perhaps there's a more historically effective <clears throat> means of addressing the situation. So what you say and make peace is... I'm not saying anything. I said what I had to say. I understand. I truly doubt you do, but I hope so. Enjoy the preserves. Man, if you don't ever see me again, drink it this time every year. We'll do make peace. Good on you. Then I'll walk out. You will, as you walk out, you hear Alder Sinki start barking orders from behind you. Marshalline, uh, Akulati, and people are, that were practicing with their weapons are starting to form up. Bob takes my advice. We give me time. But I can't control that. I so told him to. So you exit the building. Mm hmm. Where are you headed? The bank. The bank. Okay, so you start walking towards the bank. Before you even get to the gates of the compound, you hear a scream and the, the sound of smashing glass. Roll perception. 17 on dice. That's a 23. 23. Uh, you see a figure fly out from an upper story window. It is a larger than normal imp and it is carrying Paka. You hear Sarah scream. Make peace! He's got Paka! Are they flying through the air? They are flying through the air. As, you, as the yell goes up, Vasinki bolts out of the room you were just talking to and goes, Where? Where is he? And as he says this, his nose is elongating, his limbs are elongating, and hair is starting to grow out of his body everywhere. I want to note that my, my gun was loaded already. Mm -hmm. uh, I point in the direction that, that the imp began flying. I'm assuming he's flying a little slower because it's carrying a whole person. Yep. Uh, and I'm taking off running in the same direction. Okay. You do that. Vasinki is taking off after the imp. Um, Vasinki gets to the walls of the compound and in one big leap grabs the edge of the, the wall and just throws himself over. How tall is the wall? About 15 feet. 
I need to find another way to that. There's a gate right there. I will go through the gate. Okay. You run through the gate, and you see Vasinki bolting off into the woods. Here, you can roll athletics checks to try and keep up with him. If you want to. Or you can roll survival checks. If you fail the athletics checks, you can still roll the survival checks. Can I do perception checks? Because it's a giant imp carrying a giant person. That's, that's, that's hard to miss. They're not invisible or something. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I do perception to just keep up? And then... They are, he's flying low over the trees. You have a brief window where you can see him above the tree line if you want to do something. I will say that his form, he seems to know what he's doing because you Paka is kind of in the way. So if you shot at him, you would risk hitting Paka. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to... Yeah, all those are take too much time. I'm going to then. I'm going to. I'm going to just trust that Elder Basinki is not going to lose sight of these people, mm-hmm. and follow him as best I can. Okay, so you're going to try and keep up. I'm going to try and keep up. All right, roll your first athletics check. That's thirteen. That's twenty. Twenty. All right. Uh, Elder Basinki takes off. Make peace is not someone who necessarily focuses on his athletics but he is not quite a soldier but pretty close to it you are able to follow Vasinki pretty closely alright roll again that's not a 13 it's a dirty 20 it's a dirty 20 okay uh Vasinki is a big dude, especially transformed as he is. He's making a pretty clear path. Your ability to follow him is pretty good at this point. And you are yourself a fit person. You are keeping him within your sight. Roll one more athletics check. That's not a 13. It's another 13. No, it's not a 13. Okay. It's a 16. That which, which is going to be uh, 23. 23. Okay. Elder is fighting his way through the, the woods, literally knocking saplings out of his way. You are right behind him. Suddenly, you guys break into a clearing, and in front of you is Maestro Fabian with the imp landing in front of him and placing Paka on a pyre. Or, I should say, a large pile of sticks and wood that's clearly there to burn. Surrounding Vasinki are four hell... or four hellhounds. Sorry, I've been saying Vasinki. Surrounding Fabian are four hellhounds. All of them growling. Vasinki takes one look at the hellhounds and the imp, lets out a and charges in. Tackling the imp, 
and rolling off into the woods. The hellhounds follow him and seem to see him as the bigger threat. Fabian looks up at you and goes, <laughs> Make peace. Yeah, this is quite a... Uh, hmm. This is quite embarrassing. I do feel you are overstepping your bounds as a legal advisor here. You, you are supposed to be rendering judgment. You are not here to do anything. Uh, I need a perception roll for the distance between me and the pyre. Okay. That's a 12, that's 18. You are about 25 feet away. For the pyre? Mm Mm-hmm. Fabian is now kind of wringing his hands a little bit. He goes, I have, I'm, going, I'm, going to, I'm going to bolt to the pyre. Attempt to grab pocket and then roll off the pyre. Okay. Roll initiative. Yeah, baby. I hope you roll, I hope you roll good. Just to make it interesting because you're not going to beat me. Okay, what'd you roll? Uh, that is a 24. A 24. He did not beat a 24. You act first. So that I'm going to run, pick up Paka, and then roll off the pyre to a place that's a little more clear. So, run, pick up. You have 25 feet of movement. You can get to the pyre. Yes. So I understand that. So I get get to the pyre... You can use an action to pick her up. That's two. And then you can move at half your movement speed, which would be ten feet. I'm going to move ten feet away from the pyre and raise my shield. Mm-hmm. Can't, cannot do that as a reaction. Or you can't do that as an action. That's two actions. So That's correct. Ten uh, feet away. I'm going to run to the pyre, grab Paka, run 10 feet away, Okay. drop Paka. Um, dropping Paka, I will say, is... Dropping um, things should be a free I'll action. I'll let you do as a free action. Um, but I'm going to have you give up your reaction to do it. I'll take that. Okay. That happens. Maestro Fabian goes, Oh! <laughs> Let's not get too hasty here, Makepeace. You're interfering with bank business. All right? Why don't you just go back? You can rule on the legality of... You can rule on the legality of this later. And... Let me do my thing. Or just take the girl and go. And things will sort out as they may. That was Major Phoebe's turn? 
Mm, he then draws a rapier and says to you, I'd <clears throat> like to fight. I suppose I can do that. So that's basically your favorite turn. Mm-hmm. Roll perception. There's pretty good. That's a 25. 25. Roll a occult for me, please. That's also pretty good. That's a 16 plus 6 is 22. 22. All right. You see several rooms on the ground surrounding the pyre that you just took Paka from. They are active. The second she was put in there, they activated. Starting a ritual that you just interrupted. Roll a will save. That has two numbers. And one of those is a nine. Oh, this is a one. So that's a 26. You feel the weight of the ritual hit you. That you just interrupted. Now, what you feel is not necessarily bad. You just feel power. You can choose with your success to let that power in or push it away. Oh, push it away. You push it away. Okay. That happens. You feel this power rush through you and you feel how unclean it is and you throw it away. That's Maestro Fabian's turn. But as you watch him, you see painted symbols on his body begin to glow faintly. Can you uh, adjust the figures out of the, for people, let's say at home, you only see there's, there's actually a battle map here. Can you adjust the figures so I can understand exactly where I am? And here, this can be Paka. That's pretty cool. So Paka's like... Like here? Is that right? Yep. Okay. Your turn. You can drop pocket as a free action, uh, costing your reaction. I did that last turn. Yep. So, oh, you did? Yes. So, so I have my did. reaction back. Yep. I'm going to... Say to him... And this will be a diplomacy roll, probably, I think. Mm-hmm. I want to say to him. Master Fabian, this seems to be a grievous misunderstanding. And at this point, all you've done is abducted a girl with your own familiar. And brought her to a place of power that you set. It triggered a ritual that honestly was a horrible idea. But at this point, she's still alive, and I so am I. And so are you. So drop the power you're accumulating, and we can have a conversation like that. 
Let me pull Yep. That's high. That's very high. That's 19. Plus three, which I wish was a better score, but I didn't pick a charisma heavy character. So that's 22. I do still have inspiration dice, but I'm choosing not to use them because this guy's too stupid to actually, actually understand. Fabian looks at you and goes, Make <laughs> peace. I understand what you're saying here. Um, <laughs> thing is, it's important to me that this ritual is completed one way or the other. Was, at this point, I don't see a way that I can let you leave alive. I'm not alone here. Somewhere in these woods, there are some hunters who will come to my aid. Right. And when they do, sure, you will be killed. Of course. You could just walk away. Sure. And that would be the end of it. That'll be the end of it. Completely. Sure. There'll be no repercussions of this. I'm not going to make you roll. He is lying. He is going to kill you one way or the other. Okay, so how many actions did my diplomacy take? One. Okay, and I raise the shield? And also it costs him three actions, but yes. I'm going to stride uh, around the pyre to get within five feet of him with a raised shield. Okay. Five, I would go the other way, but either way, I think it's fine. It doesn't matter. Right there? Uh, I was hoping to get to here. Which would be, for the people at home, that would be within five feet of, of, of the guy. So, so, so like, you, 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 you walk, or you jog around the pyre with your shield up. And that's your turn. Yes. But I still have my reaction. Right? I dropped her last turn. Yep. So I still have my reaction. Yes, he doesn't have his. That's correct. He is going to look at you. Can I hear Jack something too? Sure. Mr. Fabian, I want you to understand I'm not going to hit you first. <laughs> Um, so the first thing he is going to look at you and go I appreciate the gentlemanliness of your actions here make peace Clover he speaks your name with kind of like multi-tonal notes to his voice. Is there a... Can I roll a call check or a kind of check to see if that has power? Not right now. Once your turn comes up, you can, though. He then hums something to himself and makes some hand signs. Um, Roll a will save. 17. 
17. Minus. On the dice. That's a 25. 25 passes. Um, I think. Do, 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 do. Yep. You pass. You feel power hit you again. And you brush it off. He then is going to... He has his rapier out. When he's gesturing, he's moving his rapier around as well. And he is going to make an attack with his rapier. So to be clear, he's going to close the file five feet with me. You want to be ten feet away from it. No, no, I'm, I'm saying I am right now. No, you're five feet away. You are one... You are within his range. If okay. You want to be with, okay. That's, that's, that's fine. Either, either way, that's fine. That's, that's okay. I, I'm sorry, through the map. Okay, and he is going to attack. That is a 17. That does not hit. Actually, I think you were flat-footed against him as well, so... Why are I... Okay. Does... Double check. Sorry, he used a spell on you. If I pass, the will save. Not to this one. Uh, but you are not flat-footed, so 17 doesn't hit. No. Okay, so he then lunges his rapier, and it misses you. It's your turn. So as the rapier clangs off my shield, I look at him with a smile. And I say to him, this will be brief. As I cast True Strike. Then I can then I spell strike with gouging claw. True okay. strike means that I roll twice and get the better result. Okay. Okay. That is a two. <laughs> and that's that. That's 19. Okay, for for the people at home that don't play this game, uh, that is what we call rolling with advantage. You'll hear us say it sometimes. All right. It is so, very rare in this game. It is very rare in this game. So 19 on the dice or 19 total? 19 on the dice. Okay, what's the total? The total is... Uh, 19 plus 7, which is 26... Twenty-six. And I will use an inspo dice on this as well. Okay. That's an eight. Good boy. Six. Thirty-two. That's a critical success. Well, baby, this is not gonna go great for you. I wish I wasn't using the shield. I could use a d12. Okay, so. I'm rolling twice with a D8. Mm-hmm. For the for this is just the weapon damage. Yep, and you roll twice with, and you with add the, your modifier, and then roll twice twice for the spell damage. That's a four. That's a six. So that's ten. Okay. Um, ten ten plus four is fourteen weapon damage. Okay. And then gouging claw does. 2d6, so that's 4, 
That's a six. Ten more damage. Okay. Plus one d4 persistent bleed damage. That's three. So how much damage did you do? Okay, so... 14 plus... 14 plus 10 damage. 24. Plus three bleed damage. That is... Until he addresses the wound. Yep. And that is my turn. Okay. Shield still raised. So that's 27 damage total. Yes. Okay. 27 damage total. You say... This will be brief. Let me strike him. He stumbles back, bleeding from a wound that you recognize as almost certainly fatal. And he says, Hunters! Show, show yourself and save me! Save me! Hunters! So I look around. Roll perception. 18, 6, 24. 24. This is fucking very nice thing for me. (laughs) (laughs) You look around. Watch this roll for the other side. You look around and you spot one hunter in the trees watching you with a bow out narrow knocked but not drawn another hunter is on the edge of the clearing leaning against a tree just filing his nails he looks over at you nods and goes back to filing his nails whose turn is it right now it's Maestro Fabian's however do I have a chance to put it rejoinder? With your strike, you dealt fatal damage to Maestro Fabian. He looks around, sees the hunter, filing his nail, and goes, Here's something! I, I, I want you to help me! And the hunter says, well, from my perspective here, Maestro, you're a criminal. That has besmirched the good name, besmirched the good name of the bank. So I think the judge did the right thing here. Maestro Fabian looks shocked. And falls to the ground, dead. I go over to him and see if I get trees woods. Okay. Roll a medicine check. I really wanted to fail that roll. Did you script? No, I didn't crit, but it's pretty good. Uh, this is 18. 18 on the dice or 18 total? 18 total. Okay. Do you have a first aid kit? Make peace would always travel with first aid kit. Okay. Four medicine checks. You need to roll a 20. That's unfortunate. Yep. That's super sad. I'm distraught. You watch as Fabian bleeds out. In the I just have to help him. You do. And the hunter walks over and goes, 
Your attempt to save his life is pretty noble there, Makepeace. But, uh, if he got up, I'd have to kill him anyway. So, you can stop. I do. He looks at, you, looks at you and says, the one you should really be worrying about is that girl over there. She's, uh, not in a good way. Yeah, for a kit. He takes one out of his pack and throws it to you. I catch it and I say, can you administer the first aid kit? Because I might have things to deal with. He looks at you and goes, sorry, make peace. That's not in my orders. You are about your orders, aren't you? Always, as you know. I take the first aid kit over to Paca and administer it. Okay. Roll medicine check. No, I don't trust you anymore. You disobeyed. That's not good. Uh, that is a five. That's a five. Okay. That's a critical failure. Um, Paka is cold. She's still alive. She's breathing. But when you touch her, she's cold. Yeah, I look at the hunter and I say, I can't save her. Could you try? I look at the hunter and I say, Real quick, roll a flat intelligence check for me. Actually, roll a perception check for me. I was going to say, can I roll a perception check on the hunter? Can roll perception. Dude, that one disappointed me. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Where were you? You, <laughs> you notice on his shoulder, there's a badge. It's one that you have on your shoulder as well. I don't wear it. And it's one that you own then. Yeah. That signifies your participation in the siege of Durango. He was there. He was one of the hunters that didn't help. So, as I'm hardly over in pocket, I say to him, uh... I don't know if it means anything, but I have the same fucking badge at home locked away in his chest. I point to the same point on his chest from Durangum. Roll a diplomacy check and do it with a plus five circumstance. That's a 10 plus 18. It's an 18 total. He sighs and goes. <sighs> he looks around him and goes, You boys didn't see this now. You got it? You hear grunts of affirmation from the woods around you. Walks over to Paka. And begins to administer first aid. He takes the kit from you and expertly takes out a couple of herbs that are not normal in a first aid kit. First aid kit. Yeah. You can roll a... Do you have lore alchemy or lore anything? I have nothing lore that would help you here. Unless roll, lore brothels will help <laughs> Roll, the, roll a, uh, a medicine check then. See if you can... Ah! Net 20. I need one. 
Yes. Okay, you have a inspo take, dice. Take the inspo dice. Um, it's still just a 23, though. It's still a nat 20. Yep. Um, the herbs that he takes out, you recognize as being used in religious rituals to help someone who has been cursed. And he applies them properly. Color immediately begins to return to Paka's cheeks. And she <gasps> begins to breathe instead of taking deep breath instead of being labored and very shallow breaths, she starts taking deep breaths. Goes, That'll do it. It's not gonna help with the other stuff, but she'll live. And uh make peace. This never happened. Or should I say, good job on your first aid. I understand. I appreciate your discretion. And I say it say loudly. And I appreciate your discretion. And I take all the beef jerky out of my pocket. And I put it on a log nearby. That's it. That's you hear, what I could offer. You hear uh, in the woods around you, the man that you, you saw and from the other side of the clearing, when you did, you hear... A sound that you know from the hunters is one of their ways of saying thank you in code, which is, I can't do an owl sound, mm-hmm. but it sounded exactly like an owl. Oh, I heard an owl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was definitely an owl. <laughs> um, the hunter that you're talking to looks at you and goes, Wait, who? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the hunter you were talking to looks at you and goes, well, make peace. As far as the bank is concerned, you did us a service by taking care of a dangerous criminal who was breaking our laws. Are we clear? I understand what you're telling me. As far as the bank is concerned, what's going to be happen? What's going to happen to the girl, Dave Sharkey? she was very unfortunately transported out of the village by the criminal and is no longer in the care of the bank you're going to have to talk to the bursar about that well I have a problem then I have an injured girl needs to get back to town and I need to run as fast as I can to the fucking bursar to figure out what the fuck is going on roll diplomacy do it with the plus five again. Yeah, cool. That's a high roll. That is an 18. Plus three, plus five. So that's a 26. 26. All right. <clears throat> he makes a face and goes, Well, boys, I think it's time we start heading back. I have some things to say to make peace, and you don't need to be here to hear them. So get out of here. Or else... You're rustling the leaves as the two other hunters leave. He looks at you and goes, Yeah, make peace. I was there. I know you probably don't believe it, but I want you to know that I think you did a good job. And it's not always our decision whether we get to help or not. 
I understand that. I have the privilege of being alive to understand that. But I do. Yeah. Fat lot of good we did, though. Well, he did. Do a lot of good. Yeah. 629 did a lot of good when he showed up by killing our own people. Lost yeah. two friends that day. I'm sorry for your loss, but I do fucking understand it. Yeah. I'll take the girl back for you. Bring her right back to the Apulati. I'll tell you a secret return. <laughs> I got one for you as well. But I'll take it. When 629 showed up to help with Siege, because the pirates... I thought I would be thankful. But as he ran through the enemy positions, as if they were non-existent, despite being heavily fortified and well-protected, I can guarantee that, I shit my pants. I've never told another person that. <laughs> but I figured today is an auspicious occasion to tell you that I shit my goddamn pants and they gave me a medal for it. I don't feel ashamed to tell you I did the same. Six nine's a scary motherfucker. Well, that's disgusting for both of us. Yeah. I just want you to know something to make peace. I am bound in my service to the bank. And I cannot break that bond. Even if I wanted to. But I want you to know that everything that happened today was me following orders and everything going according to plan. Do you understand me? Can I roll perception I think on that because I don't <clears throat> yes that 20 yes yeah okay Love yes inspo. that's a good place to get a mat 20 I love you buddy good job <laughs> good job dice uh, that's my old dice so what he's telling you is that you were meant to find Fabian and Fabian was meant to die here. Nothing that has happened have been things the bank didn't expect or want. So I tell him I read a note hurriedly. Mm-hmm. The note says, Vasinki or whoever finds this, I wanted this hunter to bring Paka back to you. Don't accost the hunter. I hand that to him, sign it. And then I put a little note on the bottom that says, Also, I'm upset I did not get pecan pie. Okay. So I can say no. That's from me. Okay. And I hand the note to the hunter and I say to him, please take this back to the longhouse. Please, please, please take this note and pocket back to the longhouse. I'll owe you a favor. <laughs> you owe me a favor. 
signed and witnessed. And oh, commensurate value. So he goes, and consider it paid. You saved my brother that day. You had a brother there as well. Oh, yeah. As a, was he a hunter as well? Yep. 629 came through. He grabbed my brother and ran. And it saved his life. I don't forget things like that. Make peace. I think that's why they sent me here. I don't know why, but they wanted you to succeed. Don't forget that. Don't you trust anything. You're going to find yourself in the city at some point, make peace. And you're probably going to need some help. When you do, look up Vazu. He hangs out in the shifts. I think he's hanging out in a place called the Court of Secrets. I don't get to talk to him much because hunters that retire do not get to live very long if they stay in civilized parts. And we're not welcome in the, in the shifts. At least not in the Court of Secrets. So if you need help, you find Vazu. He remembers you. I appreciate that. I can't see how I would need him, but I appreciate that. <laughs> if you can't figure out how you can use an experienced hunter, you're not the guy that defended... What's the name of the city again? Me either. You're not the guy that that defended against the fucking if you can't figure out how to use an experienced hunter you are not the commander you were on that day that worked I see well, I appreciate everything you've done from here but I think it's best we part paths you know orders being and I look at him with not disdain but disappointment mm-hmm. being orders yeah orders are orders the girl ain't here go to the bank Talk to the bursar, whatever the fuck his name is. And I hope you find her. What it's worth. I appreciate I'm going to get this girl back and make sure she's, she survives. Then I'm going to reattach my shield. Sheath my sword after I clean it. Mm-hmm. With precedentation, with I hope the end. Manually, because that's for four people. Yep. I can eat with magic. Yep. And I will take off with a dead sprint going back to the path I came through the forest. You take off in a dead sprint going back the path you came. As you do, you see Elder Vasinki covered in cuts and blood with the one of the hellhounds in his hand just smashing at the thing's neck. Throws it to the ground. He sees you. Roll a reflex save. 
Really? <laughs> really? I am a golden god. Who? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dice god. <laughs> I will never have bad rolls ever again. Uh, you start running past Basinki, and he turns and just wild-eyed. And, sm- and slashes at you with both of his claws, and then tries to butt at you, and then sees you and goes, Make peace! Oh, too, I, say, I say to him, too slow, old-timer! <laughs> he, he lets his tongue, like, roll out in, a, in like, a wolfine, or wolf, canine smile, and goes... <sighs> Where's Parker? Back in the longhouse. Meet you there. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, around you, there are the corpses of four dead hellhounds. There is not the corpse of an imp. Can I roll a call on that? Because it seems like that the imp. There's no. If he was a, if he was a familiar, then that makes sense. Yep. Well, I got cocky because I rolled a 17. Total or on the dice? Not on the dice. Uh, a call is plus 6. That's 23. 23. Okay. If the imp had been a familiar and he had been specifically Fabian's familiar... He would have still been here. He just would have been released from his bonds. Mm. Big ass imp, right? Big ass imp. Uh, can I use the same occult rule? Never mind. Never it's mind. a twenty-three. It's not a crit. I won't give you. No, that. no. I was, I was, I was gonna see if I could salvage anything from the hellhounds, but I don't think Make Peace would give a shit about that. Yep. He wants to get where he's going. Okay. Um, you take you take off, and uh, Vasinki starts loping off behind you. Goes, so you got pocket back. <clears throat> so you got pocket back. Where is she? The longhouse, where she will be when you get there. How? Magic, Vasinki. He just go. He just growls and goes, fucking magic. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, read the note when you get it. Uh, you guys lope back. I did say read the note. Yep. You guys lope back to the... Uh, the to Wakili. Yeah. Um, Vasinki goes directly into the Aqualati compound. And I take off running towards the bank before he can gather his wits. As you take off running towards the bank, you hear... Uh, Coming from the Aqualotti compound. I hope that's not terrible. But I can't deal with it right now. <laughs> you run to the bank. You run past... You run past buildings. The monks are going to pick that up. Let them. Fine. Uh, you run past... The four, the four main compounds in town. You run into the part of town where you get into the the single houses, which are from basically the embassy, like the embassy compounds, the ones where there's like one or two people there, or maybe a family. Um, as you run, you pass 
Bardween. Um, he sees you running and goes, Hey, mate. Oh, yep. You do what you gotta do. Um, and you finally reach what is unique in Wakili, which is a squat building that is completely made of stone with one exception all of the doors and shutters to the building are made of ironwood can I roll a knowledge check to see if that is egregious I'm not going to make you roll a knowledge check you know that that is a huge show of wealth well also as the Iowa Grove you're displaying dead trees for ostentatious shows of wealth. Not always crazy. Um, there are very public displays of ironwood in all of the main houses because there is a take and it is a um, show of wealth to use it on things that are not necessarily needed. And, and the, and the, the Amakeshi do this as well? Some do. Some very stupid ones do. As long as it's Ironwood that comes from the take, it's not sacrilegious. I see. Just tacky. Yeah. Which all these. Actually, roll, na- roll a uh, nature check on these. Well, that's not 20. It's a 11. 11. Okay, you, you, don't, you don't spend enough time to tell the difference. You get to the door, it's open. You go inside. Inside. Could do a perception check? Sure. Seventeen plus six is twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, what are you trying to perceive? What the hell is going on? What do you mean? Like, who's in the bank? What's okay. going on? You get inside the bank. Um, there are, there is, a rug that leads directly to the teller station and a rug in front of the teller station. There's ten of them. Ten stations. Around the walls, there is tasteful artwork, but not ostentatious. Not like you would see in one of the other houses here. There's essentially corporate artwork. We're not yep. trying to flex with that. Yep. Hotel, hotel Exactly. artwork. Yeah. All the tellers are gone. Except for one teller. Other customers? No. So it's so, just me and a teller. You and a teller, and the teller is someone you vaguely recognize. It's the bursar. The bursar is standing in front of a long wooden odd uh, what's what would the word be? A long, a long wooden counter. The counter is entirely iron. Which is even more tacky. Roll a second nature check. That's gonna be a eighteen. Eighteen. The counter is made of living ironwood. That means they felled an ironwood tree to make the counter. 
can I do a knowledge check to see if that is? I'm not gonna make you roll for it. In Abukashi, that is the highest form of sacrilege. Well, people have been coming to this bank forever. Yep. They've seen this counter. They're aware. And they let it go. They do. The Sinki has seen this counter. Yep. I've seen this counter. You've seen this? No. Not really, because you didn't really spend time in the bank when you've been here before. Mm. Okay. You've been in other Ironwood banks that had something similar. And all of them is an insult to the Ironwood. You know from your connections to the Ironwood, it's meant to be. Do I know that they can't do anything about it? Yes. Then they're aware of it. You are aware of the history around it. So uh, I would assume that the Ironwood knows about this. They do. But they have done nothing about it. The counter's a reminder to the Ironwood of what happens when you make war on the bank. I'm all too well aware of what that is. The bursar is sitting behind the window at the teller station. He goes, Ah, make peace. What can I do for you? I like to deposit a secret. <laughs> That's rather brusque. Okay, what's your secret? Can I roll a perception on the bursar? Yeah, sure. There is a dirty 20. Okay, what are you trying to perceive? You've only called him the Burser. Mm-hmm. The Maester had a name. Yep. What's the Burser's name? <laughs> That's not a perception check. Roll a will save. That's still pretty good. That's an 18 plus 6 is 24. 24. Okay. That's not. That's not true. That's a twenty. Eighteen plus eight is twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. The check was a twenty-five. Hmm. You look at the bursar, and as you look at the bursar, because you are feeling so distrustful of the bank at this point, you feel the magic. Clouding your mind and making it so you can't really remember it. And you fight it off. His name is Berser Kinder. And you don't know if it was him, but somebody fucked with your mind to make it so you could not remember his name. Sly so smile. I say, actually, I say, actually, I'd like to deposit a couple of secrets. All right, all right, uh, Judge Makepeace, what, what would you like to deposit? The first secret I'd like to deposit, which is probably not very important in the grand scheme of things, though, is that either you or someone acting on your behalf has been clouding people's minds to make them not remember your name Bursa Kinder <laughs> oh well <sighs> ah, 
the famous makepiece. Yeah, well done, well done. Sure, you're gonna keep this a secret. I'll keep it a secret. Very well. Would you like to deposit it in your account? No, I would deposit it in the account of a woman named Paka. Okay, Paka Aquilati. Very well. He makes some hand signs and sings to himself. And all of a sudden, there is an emerald ruby in his hand. He goes, Sealed and certified. And he puts it away. Was it you that messed with her mind? He goes, I don't know what you're talking about, make peace. Fair. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. I do know that Master Fabian was meant to die on the bank's orders, which will be my second secret. Oh, that is one heck of an accusation, Makepeace. I assume you have proof. It's a secret. I'm depositing it. Mm. Why don't you check to see if it's true? Can't you do that? Not technically. <clears throat> Not technically. But I can see if you think it's true. And if you have proof. Mm. He makes some hand signs and hums to himself. And all of a sudden there's a ruby gem in his hand. He goes, Huh. I have to admit, make peace. I didn't think that would work. Is this in Miss Paca's account, or Miss Paca's account as well? How much is that really worth? Well, you would have to break the secret and tell people, and see what happened. Which could be dangerous, but of course, no risk, no reward, right? Ha <laughs> ha! You're a funny person. Yes, please deposit Miss Paca's account. Very well. He makes it disappear behind the counter again. I have a third secret. <laughs> I am on the edge of my seat. Except I'm not because I'm standing. But, you know. Sayings and all that. Go ahead. Man, you are funny. No. I can test the bank. Somehow ordered the taking of a woman named Shonaki. Or was complicit in the taking of the woman named Shonaki. And was complicit in that woman leaving Abakeshi. Mm. I'm not going to certify that. Because it is the bank stance that Maestro Fabian was a criminal that broke the law. So you can't see if that's true? No. You refuse to? I refuse to. You can't do that. <sighs> not technically, no. No, not technically, no. Mm. You are playing with dangerous secrets here, make peace. Ones Seems... that you are not qualified to play with. Maybe I are can you make... sure you want me to certify it? Maybe you can make a deal with me then. Oh, there's no deal to be made. Well, perhaps you know the stakes here. You are aware 
of the stakes here. Judge make peace. I know the law, just like you do. Are you sure you want to go down this path? I put my hands on the countertop and I say, Why? Are you suggesting that you're going to make another countertop? <laughs> yes. Actually, no. I'm suggesting that if you go down this path, you might find your authority revoked. Well, if you paid attention to me at all, you'd understand that I'm okay with that. If it's in service of what I deem a worthy cause. Okay. He starts saying to himself. I say to him, I do have a deal to offer you if you want to listen. He stops and goes, <sighs> He seems to be doing math in his head. Or he seems to be doing math in his head. And then he goes, What's your deal? You put me in a position where I can chase this rabbit down this hole, recover the woman Shonky before you completely take whatever made her her away from her, like you did Paka. And I'll go on my wild goose chase. And I'll dedicate everything I have to it. And you just make sure I have a fighting chance. Oh, is that it? That's the deal. Then I will say that it is the bank's position that Maestro Fabian was a rogue agent. I understand. Who acted against the best interests of the bank and broke the law. And the bank still... The execution of which was carried out by one Judge Makepeace Clover to the conclusion of the death of Maestro Fabian. It is the position of the Ironwood Bank that Miss Shaunaki Aqualati should be returned to her home should she be found but that the Ironwood Bank takes no responsibility for what happened. Mm. But, if you agree to that, I might be able to offer you information that could lead to her return. I wouldn't know that the quality of that information before I agreed to that deal. Because you seem to know so much, and I... The a feeble-minded of- human knows so little. The quality of the information is this. Mistress Aqualati was sent to an agent named Howell, who went rogue as well. Find Howell, and you can probably be pointed to where Miss Shaunaki is. Do you find those terms amenable? Make peace, Clover. I want double the renown for the tale of the mur- for the tale of the coming to justice of Maester Fabian. 
Hmm. And what are you agreeing to in this case? Thrones, as you said. That you will agree that the bank had no official role in it? You're right. Triple the renown. Roll diplomacy. That's going to be an 11. An 11. He goes, <laughs> no. But I will certify the renown. You'll double it. I will certify it. Triple might be greedy. Double is double is a fair price. Or do you disagree? A man who stands on an ironwood counter. I say I'm behind it, make peace. Not on it. Never on it. But I can certify that story for you. Double the renown. Put it in Paca's account. I can certify the renown for it, which is a heck of a story. Maybe even a full deed. And I will deposit that in Miss Paca's account. That is the best you get. Deposit is a full deed, we'll call it even. Witnessed and certified. He sings, and a scroll appears in his hands, and he makes it disappear. I have one final secret. Sure. There's a man named Bertha Kinder that controls much more than he leads on. <laughs> and people don't understand the true reach of who he is, what he is, and what he can do. What I am. Maybe. And he should be feared. And he should be dealt with accordingly. I cannot certify that secret. Make peace. Because it involves myself. You're welcome to take it to another bank. But I will say this. And as he does that, he snaps his fingers. All the doors disappear. And you are now in a stone cube with this person. He looks at you. Bursa Kinder is a human man. He's short for a human. But he's human. As he looks at you, his eyes bleed from brown to bright red. His normal human teeth go from molars and canines and his front teeth to all points. His mouth extends from the normal proportions of human mouth to his ears and beyond and you catch a glimpse and you catch a glimpse of a shadow of something massive with sharp teeth and red eyes and he says to you are you sure you want to try and go down this path and make peace? It has consequences. 
remember. In the shadows is where monsters hide. I assume I need to make a will save. Yep. I would like to eat. Yep. So for people not watching at home, I'm making the will save in the pot of despair. <laughs> we'll go with a better name at some point. What's a public roll? Fair one to see. I don't know if I trust this dice. I like this one better. This dice actual member of my family. I would adopt it. That was Nat 20. Your name is Chris. No. Your name is Joseph. You feel the world around you shift and change. You understand that for an instant you are somewhere else. Off to the side, you catch a glimpse. Of a grotesque green form with boils all over his body and shadowed forms all around him, grinning at you and giving you a thumbs up. Where make P or where Berser Kinder stands is a demon that towers over you, or sorry, a devil. That towers over you. He is about 20 feet tall with a jaw the size of a killer whale's. And as this terrifying image appears before you, you say, No. Tell me what happens to Berserk Kinder as you warp reality around you. He deflates like a balloon. Still the same shape. Still the same abject horror. But he deflates like a balloon down to man size. And I look at him and I, and I say... I faced death and horrors much worse than your petty attempts at intimidation. I know what you can do to me. It ends in my death. There's worse things than that. And I'm not sure you're capable of doing those, those things until I agree to your terms. So maybe make me a fair deal. I want quadruple door now for the for the murder. Well, murder is kind for the justice brought to Mister to Mister Fabian. And I'll use your name as freely as I want to.
We'll see if people believe it. As you say this, you hear a... As air seems to escape from Bursar Kinder. And he deflates from towering above you to being very small in front of you. He looks around and he goes, Wow! Damn it! She was right! She was right. <laughs> Master Clover, I agree to your terms with the request that you don't use my true name. Well, show me the fastest door to Shawnee. Shawnee is somewhere I cannot put you with directly. I was not lying when I said that the maestro had taken her somewhere and she was being stored. My answer is the same. There is a house behind the bank that if you go to, if you go back behind the counter, there is a door that will lead you to a space between. I can get you there. But you're going to have to think of the worst time in your life. You'll get to a place called the Lost Sock. And from there, you're looking for someone named Howell. I can't give you directions behind that. I just don't have them. I want to say, make peace. That when... You get to where Mother wants you to be. I'll be happy to serve you. Can I roll a something on that? Yeah. Roll. Roll a cult. This is a legendary roll, by the way. It doesn't feel fun anymore. You roll a nat 20. Back when I see it. No fucking way. It's a different die. Yeah, it's a different die. It's a different die. Yep, it is. Okay. You've heard stories spoken in the dark of night only at very specific times by the oldsters in the village that you grew up in on the Clover Estate specifically on the Clover Plantation where you grow your peaches on cold winter nights when the wind howled, they would speak of the mother, the mother of sin, and pray they left her alone so that your plantation would survive for the next year. Hmm. I asked Miss Joey the door. <clears throat> yes, right this way, Master Make Peace. You are. 
every bit as impressive as I was led to believe. I am. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell this story. Oh, it's going to be probably 100 years, but it's going to be great. I was, that was the first. Oh, it, 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 it's, this is special. Uh, right this way, sir. Uh, he leads you back behind the counter to the vault. He runs his finger down the vault. As he does, his finger extends into a long, gnarled, green digit. Very different than the human finger that he presented before. At the end, his claw hooks into a hole and seems to twist. He pulls it out, and suddenly a portal opens. Obviously, Mr. Makepeace, this is not the normal vault. This is this is the portal to... Well, it has a lot of names. Let, let, let's just call it the... I like the Sea of Stars. I think it's poetic. If you proceed here... That incel will follow. Fine. Um, what, what, what do you want to call, Mr. Makepeace? The creepy door I gotta walk through. The creepy door you gotta walk through, Master Makepeace. Um, <laughs> if you proceed through the door and do what I said, you'll get to sin. You're looking for Howl. I wish I could help you more, but I just don't have more information. Oh, that's a pity. Can I give you a piece of advice? Sure. In the time you have, like, on this earth, you should look up civil unrest and the consequences thereof. And I wish you nothing but the best. Yes. <laughs> I will absolutely take your advice, Master Makepeace. My name is Veskigba Burser. When you attain the position that mother means you to, please remember me. I would love to work for you. Great. That seems like a thing I'd be into to as well. You, you don't now, but you will later. They all do. My laggard, you see, I was lying. I'm going to go through this door now and I have to do what? Think of the worst time in your life. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I mean, I, I designed it, but I, I, I appreciate the thought. That makes it your goddamn <laughs> fault. Fuck. But but remember, when you achieve your potential, how good a job I did. I will remember this well, yes. But, 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 but good, right? Sure. Okay. Well, Master Makepeace, I will personally see that Miss... Just Paca is returned to form. No. As, as, as a show of goodwill, and that you know I'm a good and competent servant. It's almost like you're undoing a thing you did you did yourself. Almost like that. As a member of the bank, I can't confirm that. And then sure. He, and then he winks at you. That's great. Okay. I'll get stronger. I know you will. <laughs> That's what this is about. Okay. And I walk towards the door. And I think about every almost 
most terrible thing that ever happened to me. Okay. Besides the obvious most terrible thing that ever happened to me. I think about every time that I have been rejected by a peer. Every time I felt less than. Every time that I felt a failure. It does any of it work. Roll a will save is a legendary roll. If you roll a 20, I'll slap you. I can't see who that is. What is it? Not a 20. That is... It's not a 20. <laughs> 19. It's your fucking 19. Okay, what is that, what is that equal out to? That is a... 26. 27. Not enough. Not enough? No. Okay. That's what I do. You think about the worst time in your life. I think about myself huddled against a wall. The dead around me festering with bloat flies because we didn't have the time to clear them. I think about the fact that they said that this fort was important because it's it's impenetrable. And I think about how silly that is to think 120 days in with no food, very little water, and no visible reinforcements that seem to be coming. And I think about looking down from the wall at the huddled mass of people there and saying, it's better if you don't go alive when they come through the door. If you don't die fighting, you should die anyways. Now I remember the door opening and then a whoosh of force from nowhere and the screams and the screams and the screams of people beyond and within the fort. I remember running out into the foray watching this blur go from person to person and thinking to myself some of those things that he's lingering on are allies and dragging people back behind the fort because that seems like the only thing that that thing didn't care to revisit and I remember shitting my pants and the stink of it Which, to be fair, wasn't so bad compared to the corpses. That's what I think of as I walk through the door. As you reach the bottom of your despair and feel completely lost, you begin to hear the sound. First, 
of music playing. Then you hear laughter and people enjoying themselves. And you see a door in front of you emerge out of the blackness. It has four mismatched stocks nailed to it. And it says, employees only. What do you do? I open the door. You open the door and are greeted by a cacophony of sound. Music, glasses clinking, people laughing to themselves. You see in front of you an elven woman who by elven standards is about the oldest elf you've ever seen. And then you see a man with eyes that shine with a kaleidoscope of light. He goes, Oh, make peace. Oh, I'm sorry. Come in. What do you do? I walk in. He walks in. He puts his fingers to your forehead and he says, I think this is one of the few times in your life I can actually do this, son. And you immediately feel peace. You're behind a bar. Underneath the bar is a space where there is prepared bedroll and blankets. You see the elven woman stir for a second as tears stream down your face. You make eye contact and then her eyes fade back to darkness as she turns toward a drink. And the man with the kaleidoscope eyes lays you down and you fall asleep. And that is where we will end our session. You've been listening to Risk and Reputation, a Seam Star story. The Seam Stars and all properties held therein are the sole property of Andy Lou's Media not be reproduced for commercial purposes except with our expressed written permission. I'd like to give a special thank you to you, our Patreon subscribers. Patreon is our main source of income for this podcast, so you are helping us keep the lights on and helping me to continue to exist, which I very much appreciate. All music for this episode was scored and produced by Basement Guy and Katrina Sheets. And finally, I'd like to thank our cast, Thomas Bellinger as Makepeace Clover, and Basement Guy as everyone else. As always, it has been a pleasure leading you through the sea of stars. Now get off my bridge. It's the sea of stars. Give us just a piece of your attention. The sea-
face of your mortal soul the sea of stars will spin and spin our stories till they're told to fulfill your needs we're here to cash in all our deeds we're gonna brave our questing side by side orcs and elves and crooks all know that stories aren't just books and if you It's a sea of stars Give us just a piece of your attention The sea of stars Just a tiny piece of your mortal soul The sea of stars We'll spin and spin our stories till they're told We'll spin and spin our stories till they're told spin and spin our stories too.